0: Good afternoon. Good day. I'm Helen Blocker Adams, and I am delighted to join you here today with Moments of Grace podcast with my good friend, Dr. Butler.
1: This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. Um, I think I've shared with you guys already, back in 2017, um, as my, you know, it, it's, it's it's tragic, but my father knew the Lord, so it was just a transition. In 2017, my dad uh, was dying of uh, prostate cancer. Uh, unfortunately, um, that was in August. Um, in March, I had been diagnosed myself. And um, the same thing that my father had, I was facing myself. And so, you know, when we hear the word, the, you know, the big C, um, it affects each and every one of us differently. It, it's, it's going to challenge your faith. It's going to challenge uh, your very mental capacity. It's going to challenge the very person that you are uh, it comes in your life to change who you are uh, one book I was reading while I was in the hospital with my father and I, I don't remember the author and the author was very clear that sometime God allows certain stuff to come into our lives to show the stuff where our faith is
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: my father died in um in August in September excuse me in august and in september i had surgery and have been cancer free since my dear friend today with me is helen brocker adams i have known and loved this lady from the day i have met her she has she uh, was a mural candidate in one of the great cities in georgia uh, in augusta georgia as well as a, a conglomerate of business bringing people and business together uh, she is a living legend in that area. And so she's here today to talk with us about her latest book, uh, <laughs> Unusual Determination. So I would like to welcome to Moments of Grace, my dear friend, Helen Block Adams. Welcome, Helen.
0: Oh, oh, what a wonderful introduction, Dr. Butler. My goodness, it's been so long since we've seen each other in person. And I guess this is about as close in person that we can get at this moment, but I am so honored to, um, that you reached out to me after you saw my promo on Facebook about my latest, um, work, um, but Moments of Grace. First of all, I love the name of your, your podcast, and thank you so much for having me here today.
1: Well, I'm so happy to have you here. It's, I guess, I guess it was my turn because I remember writing, uh, a book, um, I believe it was Transformation of the Mind. And you you brought me on your uh radio show some years. Yeah. Ago. And so oh do remember that uh you've always been and guys when I say always and I'm getting ready to hit you with something right now and I don't didn't mean to didn't mean to do it on the air. Um I've got something I got to get to you. Your sister had written a proposal for the youth for for the youth ministry when I was a youth pastor. And I have it, and I need to get it to your family. And oh, soon, wow! As soon as we can, I'll either put it in the mail to you, or when we get okay. together, I'll get it to you. I think you guys okay. will enjoy it. But, but oh. beyond that, Helen, would you introduce yourself to to the Most Grace audience?
0: Yes, yes. Um, Helen Blocker Adams. I'm a um, an author. I'm a life insurance agent. I'm an advocate for breast cancer. I am a breast cancer survivor. Um, The diagnosis that I had in April of 2021, April 8th, as a matter of fact, a day before my sister's birthday. And of course she has since passed um, of 2021. I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. And, it was, you know, just like any other person that gets a diagnosis, you know, it's a shock. Um, I, I would say that it was, uh, I, you know, the annual mammograms, you know, I, I encourage, I've ever since I turned 50, I had been getting uh, a mammogram um, every year. And in 2020, that was in the height of COVID, Um, You know, most women receive notice notification saying, well, you know, you can't come in and get a mammogram this year due to COVID. So I didn't have one in 2020. But then I resumed in 2021. And when I went to get my um, check uh, most of the time, you know, the ladies um, who have done this before, they they get a letter within like two or three days and it's going to say, you know, hey, everything is clear, you know, we'll see you next year. And that's the way my letters have been over the years, um, Dr. Butler. But this time, the letter said that, you know, we detect something, we need to take another look, you need to schedule. And um, from that point, um, it just became a whirlwind. And uh you know so that whole you know from from the day in march that i had the mammogram to april to i mean going and getting another check and they're digging deep and then noticing a mass in my left breast and it was small it was small it was like they said it was like maybe the size of a dime okay um, and so they kept saying, well, you know, we detected it early and, you know, it may be cancerous, it may not. They had to do a biopsy. And then that's when I got the phone call on April 8th from my doctor, Dr. Pugliere from um, University Hospital slash Piedmont Hospital. And um, and I remember distinctly, Dr. Butler, I was in my car. Now I was expecting to call on that day. And as soon as I saw the number, the seven seven two one number, I knew it was him, and I pulled over. I mean, I answered the phone, and um, and then when he told me who he was, and he got ready to tell me, I said, can you hold on just a second? And I, I was on Dean's Road, pulled over at the service station, and then sat there and listened to what he had to say. Um, and, and w- interestingly enough, I was on my way to my, um, to my barber. I was going to get my hair cut and I did, I did do that. He did tell me that it was, you know, the biopsy did indicate that it was cancerous and that, you know, I would, um, I was going to get a call and then this was on a Friday. Um, I, I was going to get a call a couple of days, um, into the next week on scheduling. And then it went, I mean, so Speed from there. I mean, it became a whirlwind of appointments and doctors' appointments, and um, but but it was um, it's it's been it was quite a journey. It, it was really quite a journey. And then when he told me it was triple negative breast cancer, you know, for one thing, I think most people when they think of breast cancer, they think okay, it's just like one kind of breast cancer, but it's not there are a lot of different types of breast cancer and they're treated differently. Some breast cancers, um, you can um, take some type of a pill. Others, you can just go through radiation. Others, you know, but with mine, it was so unique and it's very technical that there aren't a lot of uh, remedies, um, if you will, for what I was diagnosed with and the only way that can eradicate it as much as they say they can be eradicated, you know what I mean? um, Was um, a lumpectomy, which was the first step and then followed by chemotherapy and then followed by uh, radiation in that order. For the type of breast cancer that I had, that was the only route. There was no other options. There's no pill. There's no missing a step. Right. I had to do it in that order. So everything and, had to uh, cascade to do that in 2021.
1: Right. Everything had to to be in order and cascade. Now, now, Helen, you know, and and again, because I know you personally, I've I've always known you to be a first of all person of faith. Yes. Um, secondly, very, very um you know, you're 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 my hero when it comes to oh. business and things of that nature. I've seen you bring um organizations and people together that had nothing to do with each other. And because you called us uh, people of faith, people of color, socioeconomic, the whole gamut, you you've always had that way of coalescing people together. Um mm. And, and 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 in that you're a leader um but I have an old saying an old Chinese saying um who warms the sun so when you were going through this who was your support where, where was your support group because again being the person that you are we're always looking to you for leadership yeah. you know I can imagine myself even even though I'm a preacher calling you and say hell I got prostate cancer I mean, <laughs> I need you to calm me down. So, so yeah. your support system.
0: Wow. That's a great question because you're right. You know, I pour out and, you know, I pour out, um, to, uh, a lot of people. And what's so interesting, a lot of people did not even know I was going through that. Even people in my business, um, arena, in my insurance, um, um, there's, you know, when you're using text. Um, or a phone call especially text you really never know what's on the other side okay but my support my primary support that kept me through this was my mother I mean my mom was like a rock now yeah. I'm sure she had her moments where she probably broke down but I never saw it she kept me I mean she was with me with every chemo um, every, you know, those dark days, like in my book, which I'll talk about in a moment, you know, I've got pictures of some of my darkest days where nobody saw that, but my mother. Okay. So my mom, my, my, was my primary, um, obviously my faith in God. I mean, that was, you know, that undergirds everything, but my mother, um, my friends, Close friends that's in my business. And believe it or not, my three oncology doctors. I had a medical, I had a surgical oncologist, I had a medical oncologist, and I had a radiation oncologist. All three of them had their respective roles in my journey, and they were different personalities but they were amazing and they had a lot to do with, um, with my, my, my journey and getting through this, um, Dr. Baldwin. Wonderful. Yeah.
1: Well, we're going to take a small break, Helen. And when we come okay. back, we're going to dig a little bit more into your book. Um, okay. you know, because this is, uh, as I understand, a chronicle of your journey, um, yeah. you know, going through this. And so, but when we come back, we're going to We're going to explore a little bit more of the books and uh, look at some, some, uh, some, maybe some additives. Someone could be listening right now to get, that's going through cancer right now, breast cancer. And so this uh, prayerfully, this will be an. Mm. Okay. Thank you. All right. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler. We'll be right back after these messages.
2: Wall Street has made investing look complex. There is an academy that strives to simplify what seems complicated. TradeAcademyPro.com can assist you in learning the fundamentals of investing. For more information, go to TradeAcademyPro.com, where beginners become winners. The Grace Project's mission to build or refurbish homes for unhoused families and veterans had become an affiliate of Green Energy Solutions. When we provide solar panels or electrical vehicle charging stations you or your organization will assist in helping to fund a project to place a veteran or a homeless family in a home of their own. For more information you can contact The Grace Project at www. Graceproject.info, or you can call 803-930-0366 for more information. The Grace Project is a tax-deductible organization, so anything you give is tax-exempt. Help fight homelessness when you go green. Thank you in advance from The Grace Project.
1: and we're back uh as you hear in our commercial you know um i always say you know certain people go relate to the dance even if the dance is in their honor um you know our ministry the grace project it has been such a blessing for the last 4 years for us mm-hmm. to build and refurbish homes for the homeless and for hom- homeless and for veterans and as you heard mm-hmm. in the commercial we have now partnered with green energy solutions um, you know, the, the the solar panels and also the EV charging stations. Um, that's how we fund our ministry at this point, as well as most of you guys who give to the ministry. We don't have any federal grants. We don't have anything like that that's that's seeding into what we're doing. But, uh, you know, our new slogan is when you go green, you help the homeless. And so if you uh, uh-huh. have a business, that we've been talking with tons and tons of people municipalities, uh, uh, business people, churches that are looking at doing dual things, you know, putting the panels on as well as having the uh, solar charges mm-hmm. in their, in their uh, parking lot. So if if that's you, please get in contact with us and uh, we, we'd love to help you out. And like I said, at the same time, you'll be helping us to continue to fund some of these projects. I'm excited about what we're doing, guys. Wow. It, it is. I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, we have four projects going on right now, two in South Carolina. And uh, excuse me, five and and three in Arkansas, getting ready to uh, head to Miami, and also for Georgia. So we're coming your way. If, if we're not in your state, give us a moment. We're coming in your way, and we're going to come there. And we're trying to be a blessing to the homeless, uh, to do what Yahshua told us. He told us to that we have to. We are ordained to to love those that that are less than us that are going through that, not less than us, but are going through things greater than we are. So he told us to bear the infirmities of the week. And so with that said, we are back with my good friend, Helen Walker Adams, who has written this wonderful, wonderful book. And so before the break, Helen was talking about her support system. And Helen, you know, what I could see was I could see uh, you as the hub and mom and the friends and business partners, your oncology team, as those spokes kind of helping to center you. Yeah. As you as you journey through this um this journey of breast cancer. And um and so we all need that, we need that support system. Why would you were going through this? If you had to um, give somebody some words of encouragement uh about a team of people, what what would you say they need to? Because like you said, not everybody was privy to that while you were going through this right how did you make that choice? we know Mom is going to be there Mother's going to be there because we right. know that's our support system we came out of their body so we already know that's our support yeah. system but right. the other people how, how did you how did you choose them and and that may help someone else that's going through this
0: oh wow and you know that's that's an interesting question because it was I was diagnosed. In April of 2021, April 8th of 2021, and it wasn't until January 1 of 2022 that I publicly put something out there on Facebook, letting people, I mean, in other words, I had gone through all of my four rounds of chemotherapy. 20 rounds of radiation all of this i journaled in my book unusual determination helen's breast cancer journey to victory and so i had um The way what I had, I spent a lot of time being careful about what I wrote and sharing that story. And I ended up having like, you know, 300 comments and and all of that. But along that, and to answer your question, I had several friends who were very close to me that were upset that Mm -hmm. they never knew and that I wasn't one of the ones, that they weren't one of the ones that That, I kept in that small circle. That's right. And that made me feel, I mean, it hurt me because it hurt them. But I'm telling you, when I first got the diagnosis, a lot of people have gone through breast cancer Mm -hmm. or they know somebody who has. And everybody has a, a suggestion or recommendation. Or maybe you should do this. I didn't want that in my ear, Dr. Butler. I, when when I got that diagnosis, Dr. Puglier was very clear to say, Helen, you can't, for one thing, don't Google breast cancer or you're going to get a whole bunch of stuff and you're going to think that you're getting ready to die. Exactly. Okay. You have to be very selective in the sources that you're getting the information. So, you know, like the breast cancer foundation, the triple negative breast cancer foundation, specific foundations that have the history and the credibility. Okay, so I only focused on those. I have a handful. I mean, literally a handful of friends, only two who had experienced cancer. One had cancer, um, different forms of cancer. Actually, my niece, who has since passed away, and she fought different types of cancer for 13 years, Dr. Butler. And then the other person was someone who was diagnosed with um, stage 4, 13, 14, 15 years ago, and she had gone through So those were the only two that I allowed their experiences of breast cancer or cancer in general to funnel in me. The others were a handful of people who I just, they mean a lot to me. So it was less than 10 people, including, I mean, I had family members that didn't know. Okay. But just, a, and, and that's very important, ladies um, and gents, because um, you can get too much and it can be overwhelming You know, and you've got to lean on the doctors. I lean on my doctors. I trusted everything they said, everything they did. I never questioned. I had a lot of questions, but they were free and very open and being transparent. And that's what I did in my book. I wanted my book. I wanted to, I mean, I journaled from, from day one okay, my whole experience um, and and when you read the book, you're going to see that it's very raw, it's very mm-hmm. transparent. Um, even some of the pictures, um, you know I have a one picture of one my breast that was affected that had literally looked like it was sunburned. I mean blackened from the radiation
1: and that's and from, from, the radi- from,
0: from the radiation, right. Um, not from the chemo, the radiation made my breast turn like that. And, um, and, and, but nobody had seen that except my mom. So now the whole world would see it. So I wanted the book to be so transparent that people will realize, Hey, look, yes, there's going to be some dark days. Yes. It was hard. I didn't sugarcoat that. It was hard, but each day, each day, you know, got better. But then one thing about in between emo you know, you start feeling better and then you have to go back to chemo and then start the whole, you know, dark whole process again. And I share that in my book so that anybody that reads it, I want them to see, you know what? Yeah, there's hope on the other side, but you've got to lean on that support network. You've got to keep that keep that core group of people very small and keep all of the the, the chatter out, don't let that chatter come in because if not, that's going to really negatively affect your mindset through this whole process.
1: Right. Well, now you you were you were chronicling um, your journey. Um, yes. At what point then, something go off in Helen and say, I, "I I've got to tell this story, that I need to transpose this um, transposes my my journey into um." into the written word where people can see the experience, even with the pictures and all. At what point was this this while you were going through? Was this after the point you were sitting here with with your journal and saying, you know, or someone said that? Because, you know, a lot of times people will say, well, you need to put that into a book or something like that. So where did did that come from?
0: And and it started early. I did start journaling just so that I would have the right. experience and I would be able to remember. But it was early on, Dr. Butler, because most people that know me, just like you know, I love to encourage. I love to share. I love to empower. And the, and the power of the word mm. um, is 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 the only way um, for me to be able to express that. And so it was early on when I had several people that said, oh, Helen, oh, I know you're going to write a book. Oh, I know you're going <laughs> to write a book. And I said, you know what? I'm journaling this. Right. Yeah, going to write a book, and then check this out. The name of the book, "Unusual Determination," that came from a pastor friend of mine who would send me notes periodically. And one of his notes was, "Helen, you have such unusual determination. I know God's going to get get you through this, etc." And as soon as I saw those two words. This was months ago. I said, that's going to be the title of, of my book.
1: Beautiful, beautiful.
0: beautiful. Yes. And,
1: yes. And, you know, uh, everything Ooh. just seemed to to coalesce. Now, now, you are breast cancer free. Or cancer yes,
0: free. I am. I am breast cancer free. My last three um, um, mammograms were clear. And, you know, my, all my hair has grown back. Um um, I I had the lumpectomy, and so that means I got a chance to keep, you know, keep my girls. Um, I always tease people a little lopsided, but they're mine, you, you know. All right there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm better um, physically than 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 ever, and I'm just, you know, for breast cancer awareness month, I just I just want to be an encourager for someone that um, that maybe maybe having a tough time or even. Um, anticipating. And then I have had some people say, Oh, I don't want to get a mammogram because I don't want to know. Yes, you do want to know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, you you've got to, and, and guys, you can't be afraid um, That's right. you, you if you want to, and I'm just going, we're just going to be raw because it's what we we're talking. Yes. If you want to live, you, you need to get tested. You know, yes. you need to find out early these things. You know, whether it's breast cancer, you know um, what Helen's talking about, or even like I said with with the prostate cancer I had, um, this stuff is it, it will eventually affect your life in such a way that it will change your time here on Earth. So you need to take it very serious and and don't worry about it. It's, it's kind of like, and and that kind of leads into to the other piece of what you do. Uh, Helen is when I used to sell insurance. I would have people say, well, I don't want to talk about insurance because I feel like it's going, I'm going to die. <laughs> right. So people say stuff like that. And I'm going to say this, and I'm not trying to say this to insult anyone. When you become a certain age, we've got to mature. Right. You, you've just got to mature. These things, the, the checking yourself, uh, ladies having that, that that check for your breast cancer, um, the insurance, these other things, is just part of being mature. Right. And, and Helen, you've been doing insurance how long? Now?
0: As a matter of fact, this Sunday it will be nine years that I have been in life insurance industry.
1: And um, you just received I, an award, didn't
0: you? Uh yeah, I've yeah I've got a bunch
1: of that awards.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I've um I've been I've had a lot of success um with this with this business, um, you know, I'm able to do what I love and that is um, teach and coach and train and empower and 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 help people have success in an industry that is um, uh, and not a traditional industry because um, certainly it wasn't anything in my, you know, in my rear view mirror in terms of getting into, but I got introduced to it in 2014 and um, I have had a lot of success. Um, I recently in March Became a partner with the company, Senior Life Insurance Company. Um, became the third woman in the whole company to become a partner. Um, I've got hundreds of agent partners in 24 states, Dr. Butler. That um, that are a part of my a part of you know Team Adams, and um, I've had a lot of success with it. I love the business. And wow. it does go hand in hand when you think of, you know, live, living life and, and you know, breast cancer, living, you know, we're all going to die. And that's the sad point. You know, there are people who feel like they're going to live forever. We're going to all die of something. And that's just like someone not wanting to get a, mam- a mammogram. If I had awaited a, a year, it was small when it was detected, the type of breast cancer that I was diagnosed with Dr. Butler it's very aggressive it would have grown exponentially in a year and my situation would have been completely different than it is now
1: well Helen it has been such a pleasure having you here with us I wish we had more time I wish we had oh. more time together but uh you know like I said with and you were talking about the the success with the insurance um you know you there's some people that's born with a with a silver spoon in their mouth. This young lady is, is blessed with the Midas touch. I haven't seen anything that you've put your hands to that was not successful. So Thank you. whether it's the insurance business or this wonderful book that you've written, I already know that it's going to be successful. How much is how, how much of the books? Um,
0: the books are $13.99. And this mm-hmm. is what the book looks like. They can go on um, your 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 viewers can go to authorhouse.com or go to Amazon okay. and um, just up unusual determination, type in my name and it'll pop up and they can buy it and through Amazon have it in a couple of days. your sure will. Yeah. And, and, and of to... course, yeah, I'm sorry, if they're in the Augusta area, they can reach out to me directly at 706-619-4176 and I can meet up with them and give them an, um, sell them an autograph copy.
1: Awesome. 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 And we're going to do this, you know, dear hearts. Um, If you would subscribe to the podcast here on Spotify, not YouTube, YouTube is free, but if you'll subscribe to the podcast here on Spotify, we're going to send out, we're going to, we're going to buy three copies from you, Kelly. So you. that's three copies already. Sold. Uh, we'll buy three copies from you. And um, again, if you will, subscribe to the podcast <clears throat> in the month of October. First three people that subscribe to the podcast, uh, in the month of October, we will send you out a autograph. Will you autograph it, Helen? We may not I have the sure name, but if I- you'll autograph it, so you'll get an autographed copy of Helen Blocker adams book, uh Unusual Determination. So Helen again, thank you so much for being here with us. And and I already know I can't wait to get my copy. I already know it's it's <laughs> good because yes. I know you but like I said and I'm very serious, guys. You know, you all know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not playing. If I, if I, if I love you, I love you. If I love you, I overly love you. <laughs> so you don't have no other choice. But if I, if, if I consider you uh, one of the stalwarts in my life, and Helen is that, I already know everything that she she has touched that I've seen has been successful. And I know this book will be as well. So Helen, thank you so much for being here with us. Give thank them you, how sir. they can get the book one more time and also how they can get with you in your insurance business.
0: Okay. Yes. Well, my insurance website is Adams group life. Info Adams group life. Info. And if they want to get my book, unusual determination, go to Amazon.com or authorhouse.com. Either one of those, they can be able to order my book. And if they're in the Augusta area, they can reach out to me through various medias. Um, you look for me on, on Facebook, just type in my name and then I can hook up with you and get the book to you autograph. I'm going to send you four books, Dr. Butler, because one of them is going to be for you.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're so <laughs> yes. sweet. Thank you. And so then you
0: autograph the three that you're going to give away as well.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. And and we'll have your information in the show notes uh, here on the podcast as well. So whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, guys, our information will be in the show notes. So again, Helen, thank you so much for being here with
0: us. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Butler. I thoroughly enjoyed it. God bless you.
1: Amen. Thank you. You you know, uh, life is, is, is extremely funny. And the reason I say life is funny. We have those opportunities where we laugh and we have joy. But as Helen was saying, having that positive attitude, if you have a positive attitude, you can get through just about anything. I think what we do in life is we don't understand this precept and concept. I try to use this as much as I can, is that one drop of water will never start a flood. If we can take things in small bites, if we can take the tragedies that come along, some of the... Uh, uh, disasters that come along. If we can take that as one event instead of a collective, sometime we can find our way through. And if we can find a, a modium of joy in some of the stuff that we're going through, in fact, the Bible tells us that, that we should receive all of it with joy. Because in the end, your joy, your peace, your encouragement, your mind is what's going to get you through it. Now, Helen had a form of cancer that, you know, most women didn't make it out of. Most women didn't get out of, but she did. And you heard what she said. She had. She was the hub and the spokes of people that she had were praying for her, were encouraging her. And she would not allow negativity to come into that situation and into her life. And sometimes that's the only way we're gonna get through. And that sometimes that's the only way we're gonna get through together. And so with that said, I'm so happy that you're here with us on today. And I want you to come back with us on the next time here on Moments of Grace. And remember to love life, love God, and keep the light. We'll see you next time here on Moments of Grace. Take care.